Ah, welcome to the Keep Calm and Run to the Best You, the podcast. I am your host, Tadrice Parker, aka Coach, coaching running, weight loss, and accountability since 2013. Our website is runtothebestyou.com. There, you can find our online coaching programs for beginners and beyond. We're going to show you how walking or running just three days per week can help get you into the best shape of your life empowering our listeners to believe that they can achieve great things. If you are taking up running for weight loss, it will take care of itself as we also will inspire you to keep your nutrition real. Head over to our website and take us up on our seven day keeping it real health challenge. With that, you will be added to our Facebook accountability group for free for seven days. Seven days can change your life. Remember, The thoughts and expressions of this show does not constitute medical advice. Now let's get into this week's show. Ah, welcome to another week of the show. We made it. We are still alive. I know, I know, I know, not under ideal conditions. You know what I mean? Races have been canceled, and you may have had a race schedule for last weekend and so forth. Um, we definitely definitely are living in some different times, and we want to be able to adjust. So in last week's podcast, I talked about how I am continue to, continuing to train for races as if, as if it's still on the schedule. It's so important to have the right mindset. I have a nice action-packed show for you guys this week. I have a guest, Vasant Kumar. I'm going to uh, tell you how I met Vasant and how we end up getting him on the podcast today. And we're going to talk about, this is a, a podcast, we're going to focus on intermittent fasting today, and we're going to talk about running, so... Guys, if you're on the podcast listening to this because you want to know about running, we're going to talk about how the two coincide with each other and how how it really helps you to become a better runner. We're going to talk about that today. And uh, I'm so excited to have this guest on. And before I bring our guest on, as I was talking about, having something on the schedule to train for keeps you focused on your diet, keeps you focused on running, and everything like that. And we sign up to races because one of the reasons why is because, you know, uh, maybe you're a beginner and you have that as a, a, a benchmark goal. I want to run my first 5K. Now you've been running 5Ks quite often. Now you're thinking, maybe I could step it up. Someone's been running half marathons. I'm going to see if I could do a 10K. Then I'm going to see if I could do Now, next thing you know, you are reaching for that half marathon status. And then who knows, you know, I've been running for years. I never ran a full 26 miler before, but I do have aspirations of doing so one day. Okay. But again, in the situation at which the world is in, where you are not able to sign up to these races, and you're not able to participate with people. How do you stay focused? So it kind of makes you strip things down to basic and say, why do I run in the first place? Is it just for the medal? You know what I mean? Many of us don't win medals, right? We're not coming across the line first place, but it does feel good when you win your age group. But if you, if we take a second and stop and think about this for one moment, why do you run? 
you know, my program is called Keep Calm and Run to the Best You. So that's another reason why I'm out here still doing what I'm doing, because I'm running to the best version of myself. I want to be the best dad. I want to have the energy. I don't want to be sluggish. I want to have the most energy for my kid. I want to be able to be there for my grandkids. And I have kids that's uh, 27 years old, 25, and sometimes they still play basketball and still call me up and say, Dad, are you playing ball this week? At 45 years old, most 40, some 45-year-old guys, were like they retired when they were 35. I, I still can ball. I just choose not to sometimes because I have a marathon coming up. <laughs> so let's, let me ask, before I get into my guests, let me um, ask you guys, how was your week? Was anything in our previous podcast been able to help you enhance your life at all? We would love to hear from some of your successes. So please feel free to connect with me, Tadris Parker, on Facebook. I'll leave how you pronounce my name, how you spell my name in the show notes. Uh, you can message me. I'm available. I'd love to talk to you. Uh, you can submit questions right on our website. You can go to run, www.runtothebestyou.com and submit any questions that you have because I also do a written blog with the podcast link in there. You can ask questions. You can also send your questions if you're not on Facebook, if you're not um, on the internet going to websites and stuff like that. You can also submit your questions to coachtadrees at gmail.com. If you would like to support our content, please uh, head over to paypal.me slash coachtadrees and you can enter a dollar amount in which you will feel comfortable contributing to our content. It could be as little as a dollar, five dollars. Five dollars will buy me a cup of black coffee since I intermittent fast throughout the day. I don't eat breakfast. I eat, I drink some black coffee at Starbucks sometimes, right? Or maybe you want to contribute lunch, you know, a nice healthy salad, grilled chicken, $10 donation, something like that, or a pair of socks, you know. Um, I'm just kind of putting some dollar amounts out there, guys. Whatever you feel comfortable, that would be great. It'll help us to get some more equipment for our videos. We do live Facebook live videos and um we want to give a shout out to Amy Zabrowski, who lives in California. I'm located in New Jersey. She ran 19 miles and informed me that she listened to my podcast the whole time. I'm still blown away that anybody wants to listen to me for that long. I thank you guys so much. Um, when it comes to the week that was for us, and I'm just going to give, I, I have so much to share with the week that was, but I want my, my uh, guest to be able to come on uh, very shortly. So I'm going to blitz through the week that was. We had Lisa Diaz. Congratulations to her. She won our seven-day keep. Uh, she won our Keeping It Real Challenge for the month of March. If anybody wants to join, uh, you could do a seven-day challenge eating only real foods, cutting out the processed foods, the sugars, the grains, soy, alcohol, legumes, dairy, the high-inflammation foods. Lisa Diaz, she lost five pounds. She uh, also been to all the training, so she got raffle tickets for that. Uh, shout out to uh, Luz uh, in Puerto Rico. She actually lost 19 pounds last month in the month of March. I mean, guys, this stuff is real deal. We're trying to help people show them how to eat real food to get results, not have to spend massive amount of money on weight loss supplements and things like that, okay? And we also did a virtual run training for the first time ever um, two weeks ago. And then this past week, we actually did another one. And it was exciting to have Luz on from Puerto Rico. She was just walking in her driveway. Uh, we had a couple of local members just running on their street. So we, we were respecting that social distancing. But what was cool was we had 
uh, Tammy. I don't want to butcher her last name, but Tammy from Michigan. She was on that virtual training. She found this by way of these podcasts. And again, I can't express enough how that warms my heart that what we're putting out is starting to be heard. So please, guys, share this information. You never know whose life can be inspired by it and can be affected by it. And she said that she can just hear from the passion of what I've been bringing on these podcasts that I care about my people. And I do. I love every single one of you guys. Right. And so she joined us for this free virtual training. I can't do that all the time, but I was taking advantage of being off from my uh, my nine to five, as it were. And I did a virtual training. So keep your eyes out. Maybe maybe they might pop up for here and there. Um, and then immediately she signed up to become a member of the Keep Calm and Run to the Best You program. And what I was able to do right now for a limited time with this coronavirus going on and everything like that, I took all of our programs and stripped it down to just one low price of thirty five dollars to join. So if you need a sample, join the seven day challenge to see how you feel in seven days. What this is, is not just our program is not just a running program. It's also a motivational tool that you can use to lose weight, stay focused on your intermittent fasting schedules. We have an accountability group that we all comment in and keep each other uh, motivated. Before I bring on my guests, I just wanted to say this motivational quote that I shared this week that was getting a lot of hits. And that motivation quote, and I did a Facebook Live about this, it says, hating your body will never get you as far as loving it will. And so let your mind think about that for a second. We can like make all kinds of mistakes, eat too much food, eat too much greasy food, cheeseburgers, french fries, Coca-Cola, ice cream, uh, buffalo wings, it's football Sunday, whatever, right? And then you go and look in the mirror, you kind of hate, I hate how I look. Now, loving your body, though. You know, even if we are not in the best shape of our lives right now, love yourself enough to know that you have the power to change things. I always tell people like we had Jamie Burke. She was episode 18. The episode was called the intermittent fasting story. I mean, intermittent fasting, the Jamie Burke story. This podcast today is going to be entitled or is entitled intermittent fasting story, the Vasant Kumar story. Okay. We're going to get into his story. But when Jamie lost 60 pounds and she couldn't believe it, and she was so happy, I told her to get into the time machine and go back to when she was 60 pounds heavier and thank that person that you loved yourself enough to learn to take the time to learn what you needed to do to get in the best shape of your life. What if we had a time machine and we can go back to this day where you are? If you're starting your journey right now, taking the time to learn about eating healthy foods, incorporating some exercise, even easy exercise. We teach an easy run, walk, run system that will help you go any race distance without pain, struggling with breathing, any of that stuff. And now we also talk to talk about intermittent fasting, which just helps us to uh, schedule our day in our eating window so that we're not eating all day long. And without further ado, I want to talk about Vasant Kumar. So when I was on a run, the week that was, when I was on a nine-mile run, I was, you know, I get a chance to think about all kinds of stuff. So I, I ran with no music, and thoughts just come to my mind. And I'm like, you know what? When I get back, sometime today, I'm going to reach out to the Running Motivation Facebook group. It's not my personal group. It's a group that I belong to. And I said, 
I'm just going to ask a question. Who runs intermittent fast at the same time? And lo and behold, within a couple of uh, minutes, like I, I had to like turn the notifications off on that particular chat because it's so many things, so many people commenting on it. But one of the first comments that I saw was Vasant Kumar. And he said to Dries, do you remember me at the uh, Atlantic City Marathon series? Uh, you were there. And at that particular time, so proud of that moment. I, I got a chance to speak from stage and I got a chance to meet a lot of cool people. And Vasant and his wife was one such pe- persons that was in the audience listening to me speak about bringing mindfulness to your running experience and and things like that. Right. And incorporating the run, walk, run so you can run any race distance. I was there giving two speeches, um, one on Friday, one on Saturday. And I got a chance to meet Vasant. And he said, remember me from that event? Uh, I intermittent fast. So, like, without a doubt, one of the reasons for me putting that comment in there is because I wanted to see who I could bring on, who I can have on a podcast to talk to me and us about their experience of combining the two. So, without further ado, Vasant, how are you today, my man? Hey, Tadris, I'm doing very well. How are you? (laughs) I'm doing it. You don't even, I can't even explain how excited I am to have you on today. And, uh, I had you sitting on hold, listening to my whole introduction. And does any of that that I just talked about resonates with you at all? Of course, yeah. The part of losing weight, doing intermittent fasting. And I'm really excited mm-hmm. to discuss about that with you. Okay. Yeah, so we got, we got a lot of questions to ask you, man. So uh, first of all, let's tell our listeners uh, where you're from and uh, where you live now. I was born brought up in India. And I moved to U.S. in 2016. Currently, oh, I'm nice. county. Yeah, I'm currently in uh, Morris County, Northern New Jersey. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, growing up in India, all right. Were you an athlete growing up? No, I was never an athlete. Like I never participated in any sports during my school days. You know what? How, how old are you, by the way? So, in 2016, you came over to the United States. How old were you when you came to the United States? I was 32 when I came to U.S. Mm. Yeah, and okay. 36 now. Uh, listen, I, I have no idea. Uh, so in India, do they, it, when you're in school like that, mm-hmm. um, do they have uh, sports that they encourage you to play? I know like over here, you know, the kids are always encouraged, hey, sign up for football, sign up to baseball, soccer. You know what I mean? It's, it's always something. Uh, how is it in the school system in, in, in India? Do they push you towards that at all? No, I, I've never seen like schools. When I was in school, like I've never seen anyone pushing you to sports. It's more like mm-hmm. you have to do like study, study, study. So yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what year did you actually pick up running and why? I was um, involved in a lot of hiking and trekking in 2011. And I was in a particular group where there were like so many athletes. They used to run a lot. And that's how I got into running. Like they they suddenly called me in the morning and said, like, do we want to go to run? Like, let's do some running around the trail in, in the forest. So that's how I got into running. And that was in 2011. Okay, so even though like not as an athlete growing up and and when you guys are in school, they really want you to study, focus, focus, focus. But in the in the spare time, uh, a group of people like to run and then they invited you to do it, too. huh? Yes. And uh, how does running make you feel since? So so 2011. All right. You started 
picking it up, doing it because they uh, were saying, hey, why don't you come with us? Uh, what made you keep going? How does it make you feel? I, I just wanted to be more fit and uh, running actually gave me the confidence I can go hike a lot and mm. makes me feel that I'm a part of the nature and it helps push my uh, feeling towards being healthy. So like we're not like going into gym and pushing weights and all. Running was something natural and it made me feel more comfortable. You know, uh, especially since I had you on hold while I did the introduction, you were able to hear me say that we run for other purposes, right? So I like how you just said that when I run, it helps me uh, be a better hiker, right? You yeah. got you got the stamina. You can climb that hill. You can go through those trails because running pushes you to a different level and now you have the stamina. So I actually took up running. Excuse me. Excuse me. I took up running, uh, Kumar, because um, I wanted to get in shape for basketball. Now, in, when I was in high school, I was a foster kid. Um, I never said this on the podcast before, but I, I was a foster kid. And um, I w- was born in Long Branch, New Jersey, which is central Jersey. Ended up in the system and moved up to Woodbridge, New Jersey. And then it got shipped down to South Jersey. And uh, I was kind of shy and things like that and did not apply for sports. I fell in love with the Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan, and I wanted to play basketball. But by the time I tried out for the team, I was uh, uh, 11th grade. And by that, by that time, if you didn't try out for the team earlier, uh, they were s- super serious about uh, their basketball team. So um, I had like breathing issues growing up. So I signed up for cross country in the fall to get ready for tryouts so that I can run up and down the court. I did not make the team, but that's how I got started. So basically when I run, I, you know, I said I run for my kids and different things like that. Yeah, that's the case now. But when I was younger, I was running so that I can play basketball, (laughs) you know? So I I like how you talked about that hike and how that that's important. Um, What is it that you do for a living now? Oh, I'm a project engineer, mechanical project engineer for a healthcare industry. And it, mm. it involves more like sitting before the computer and like doing project planning, doing designs. So yeah, that's what I do. Okay. And so how long have you been in that profession? Almost 12 years now. Yeah. 12? Yeah. And, and so what do you, so to be in the profession for 12 years, and so number one, you're sitting at the computer a lot, right? I, that's what I, I picked that up. Yeah. Right? Uh, but what do you, what do you like most about your job? It's more of research and development and being in a healthcare industry, uh, it's a big challenge. And currently with this uh, COVID coronavirus situation, uh, I work for Siemens and we are trying to ship a lot of testing equipments. So it involves a lot of, like my work is to do testing for the testing equipments, whether it's working, the one which develops the testing kit, whether that's working properly. So it's a lot of creativity, a lot of research, a lot of scientific uh, research that goes into it. Well, let me be the first to thank you of all my uh, listeners out there. Um, thank you for what you do. You know, pre- appreciate the hard work that you put forth in your profession, no doubt. Yeah, I'm in an essential business, so I have to work every day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we met at the uh, Lion City Expo, you know, Sometimes when I go about my life, uh, there's times when I just feel like I'm doing it because it feels right. 
even if it wasn't like a strategic plan, sometimes I'm like, you know, I think we should do this. Um, I got a good feeling about it. You know, sometimes I operate like that. And sometimes I'm like, I don't even know if it's going to work or not. I just basically I'm telling you that to say that when we met, I had no idea that you would be on a podcast one day. Right. Um, um, But again, when I posted that, you know, does anyone uh, practice intermittent fasting and run at the same time, you was the first one, one of the first ones to respond. And I just knew I had to have you on. So we're going to transition to that. Uh, how long have you been intermittent fasting? Oh, well, um, lucky me and lucky you. It's exactly two years. And uh, I started exactly on April 1st week, 2000. Okay. So that's what I was fasting exactly on the two-year anniversary of my efforts so that's what like april 2018 very nice that's awesome um what made you give it a try oh okay i was around 220 pounds and i, I am five seven so 220 pounds is like too much and i stopped running for a very long time before 2018 and uh I wanted to get into running again and I started working and I thought like, okay, uh, let me get into running. And I was not sure about the diet I was doing and I wanted to get into something that is, that can take me long and which can help me lose weight as well. So suddenly I stumbled upon a BBC documentary called eat fast and live longer. And that hooked me up. It was called eat fast and live longer. Yes. It's a BBC documentary. I'm gonna have to look that up. Can I? Find, do you think I can find it's that on, on like Netflix? It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When it says when, when it when it said eat fast, mm. uh, what what did what did they mean by that? So they uh, have a eating window saying that eat in this window, and mm-hmm. it, it, it's different for different people. So for this person in this documentary, he would want to try like a few days, like five days of eating and two days of uh, fasting, and then he went into doing a window every day of eating and fasting for long. So it worked very well for him. I was surprised, like back in India, it's it's a kind of a religious thing where people would fast for a particular reason. And I was thinking, like, oh, if it is beneficial in terms of scientific part, why don't I try it? And that's where I got hooked up to intermittent fasting. And they did a lot of research. I literally downloaded a lot of books and I went through a lot of uh, uh, papers, research papers. I'm a engineer and I not easily believe on things so i thought like okay let me go do some uh, research research papers i downloaded i was what it is exactly and what would suit me so that's where i wow dude that's that's incredible and just I, something else i wanted to go back to was how uh i believe you said you know you said in 2018 you wanted to get back into yeah. running so what happens, guys, what happens is life happens. So I picked up running, you know, as a cross country, you know, signed up for cross country. Wasn't good. Just just signed up to it because I wanted to get in shape for basketball. But uh, the following year, I got good. I got, you know, the coach said that I was going to get the most improved cross country person because um, I started to get my time down to like 20 minutes for the 5K or stuff. And then I was ineligible because of my grades and I couldn't run senior year. And uh, at, at my foster parents, they thought that I was on drugs because I lost all this weight in my face. I'm, and I'm just talking about only for running. Right. So I lost all this weight in my face and 
they had to have a talk with me. And they were like, you know, we wanted to see if you were on drugs. But they never told me that there was a bus to take me from Pleasantville to, uh, to the mall. So I was either riding my bike, jogging there. And so throughout my, like, young adult, adult life, um, I would go for a run like we would do in high school again. You know, I would just do three-mile runs because I knew it would keep my weight down. So I would spike in weight, go run, help get it off. And then I, I was doing, like, this roller coaster thing. But in 2009, when my wife was pregnant, just like you, I'm 5'7", and um, – I'm 5'7", and I weighed 217 pounds when I ruptured my patella tendon playing basketball, huh. carrying that extra weight. Huh. And so I gave, you know, life happened, so it derailed me from running. But then I would start, after the surgery, I would start picking up Reader's, Runner's World magazine. I would start, like, reading up on running again. And uh, one of my family members said, I don't know why you read that. It's not like you run. <laughs> <laughs> um, at that time... Uh, Hassan, I would, uh, I would, you know, read those stories for motivation. It's like, wow, if this person lost, you know, this person's 400 pounds and now they're 200 and all they did was run, I'm going to get back into this. And in 2013, I became a health coach, but I was selling nutritional products mm -hmm. to help the people lose weight, including myself and my wife. And then uh, in 2018, I tried this process out of uh, eliminating those processed foods, took the inflammation out of my body, never returned to a, a product again, um, uh, you know, to help lose weight because I started doing it on my own by means of eliminating these food groups for a 30-day process, uh, which on our website, we call it Keeping It Real. Um, but then I, during that time in 2018, I started studying intermittent fasting and I was like looking up articles and things like that and uh, watching some doctors and stuff talk about it on YouTube. And um, then I started practicing it myself and got to got to the best shape of my life. So our stories, I told you that story and our listeners just to say, like, you know, it's funny. You were five foot seven, 220. I was five foot seven, 217. And so, you know, it, it's funny how our, our stories yeah. change that much. So what what changes in your body? Have you noticed um, since intermittent fasting? The well, first thing I would say, like I lost almost 50 pounds in two months period. So I started in April 2018. And by uh, the end of uh, May or start of June, I was like 160, 165 in that uh, range. I was like so surprised. And <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. Like I never uh, imagined that I would lose so much weight in such a short period. And it was, it made me feel that I am leaving. My my life has completely changed. Mm. I, I would say like okay, it's it, it's an eye opener saying that uh, it's not. I used to believe that fasting is a fad thing, like people shouldn't do fasting and all. And then coming into this intermittent fasting and having a schedule for myself, it really helped me, and I was like so surprised. I would say, dude, you you know what's crazy is because like you feel like you feel like. Uh, you heard that is bad, right? The the breakfast industry yeah. have put yeah. out there a long time ago that the most important, you know, Kellogg's mm -hmm. has put out there years and years ago. I forget the date, but, you know, when, when they first started, that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And so, therefore, that, that 
has been entrenched in people's minds and then the breakfast industry as a whole was like, yeah, I'm going to jump on that. The way the, the nutrition company that I work for, hey, you got to have the smoothie first thing in the morning. You know what yeah. I mean? So they're all capitalizing off of that. And I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist or anything like that, but it's it's the truth. Right. That's the, where do you think that where do you think that, you know, uh, guilt or this is what people talk about comes from? Right? Yes, I, I know. Like I used to have like eight meals a day and I would break my fast as soon as I wake up, like having like a Mm -hmm. or like uh, having oatmeal or something like that within half an hour of waking up so that was me and right now i'm in intermittent fasting wow and so when you lost that 50 pounds um in those two months were you running at that time or no yes i started running like that is where like i wanted to run and i was not fit enough to run enough and i took up with this challenge of uh, running um, at least like 1.2 miles every day and this is a challenge online challenge and in india like we have 100 days of running challenge by adidas and i wanted to do it and i was very weak and my knees and ankles were paining a lot and that is where i thought okay i will get into something like that diet would help me reduce my weight and increase my endurance and injury free so that's what i wanted to do mm. and so that kind of leads me to my next question. How, is, how has uh, intermittent fasting affected your runs? You know, you could take me through. Uh, first of all, I appreciate how you said that, you know, you were doing something at, at a moderate rate, 1.2 miles mm -hmm. a day, right? So that, that, that's a, a, a nice, easy, moderate thing. But you were noticing the needs and, and everything like that. Um, Vasant, when I started to uh, notice people falling out of my running program. Um, I started noticing uh, they're having this foot issue or achy in the knees and stuff like that. And my chiropractor a long time ago told me to come off of grains, for example, because it creates this inflammation. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I start, when I started teaching people how to eat along with running, it helped them to now we have more retention. People are not falling off due to these, these types of things. So take me back to um, how that knee pain subsided. Now you may, uh, may not have ever came off greens, but just intermittent fasting shortening your window may have helped you right, right along the way. So take me from uh, when you started to notice the, the knee pain subsiding and even take me to how, they intermittent fasting to this day, two years later, has been affecting your runs. Okay. Before 2018 and before this intermittent fasting, I would go for a run. I, ha I did a half marathon in 2017. And I was mm -hmm. timing for my half marathon and had, I was like three hours, five minutes. And my knees and my ankles were paining a lot and I couldn't move. I was like lying down on the, the grass for almost like two hours. I couldn't get up. So I, I realized like, running is not into me in that period so when i was getting into this challenge and i knew that this is going to happen i would get my knee pain i would get uh, shin sprints all these things i got into intermittent fasting and it helped me reduce weight since the day one like i could see like almost like a pound redu reduction in my body since the day one and i thought okay let me try running with this weight loss and instantly, I felt like with the weight loss and running, it helped me overcome the pain. Like I didn't have any pain. I didn't feel like my ankles are paining or I didn't have any issues 
like back pain or neck pain, which I used to have before when, when I was like 220 pounds or 200 pounds. So those are not there. I, 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 I'm not sure like why they were not there because I'm not into like technical part, but this intermittent fasting really helped me in overcoming those pain. Okay. And so now fast forward to 2019, if I'm not mm -hmm. mistaken, you passed me in a half marathon <laughs> in mile seven. Yeah. I was running a full marathon. <laughs> so, so, oh, and you was running a full marathon. So, um, you, it took you three hours and some change to do the half marathon, right? Yeah. You said back in 2017. Yeah, yes. five minutes. Um, how, how, how was your 2019 full marathon? So I could do a 400, sub 430 in a full marathon, but my half marathon timing in that event was 202. Can you believe that? I was, I was mm. not sure that I could do that, but I could do a 202 half marathon in that full marathon. Dude, <laughs> Dude that was awesome, yeah. man. That's so, that's so cool, And man. that's my PR. I never surprised you. Wow, man. And, and so would you attribute, you know, because you've been practicing intermittent fasting when you when you do um, when you do your intermittent fasting, um, do you go into a race like in 2019? Let's, let's mm -hmm. talk about that. Did you go into the race? Yes. Uh How many hours? I, me personally, I've been I've been trying to time. Um, I have been trying to time. Uh, a 12 hours, like go, I go into the race on a 12 hour fast. So if the race starts at 8 a.m., mm -hmm. I get it. I get all my nutrients in by 8 p.m., close mm -hmm. my window. I wake up at like five o'clock in the morning. I have a cup of black coffee, cold brew to be to be exact. I love my cold brew nitro from Starbucks. Shout out to you guys. Um, and so I'll get my coffee and then I would um, and then I'll go and I do my run and I don't need any. I don't need any gels, any anything like I don't drink any Gatorade or anything like that. I can perform the whole run and feel feel re really well. Um, how about yourself? It's the same. It's the same thing that you have. I have an eating window of 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. So during my full marathon, and I eat, I did have a half marathon in uh, May last year, 2019. That's a superheroes mm -hmm. half marathon in uh, Morristown. So what I have oh, uh, nice. is like. At eight o'clock, I would end my uh, eating window and start my fasting window. And e even before my math, I didn't have any coffee or something like that. I just went for running. I usually don't carry, uh, mm -hmm. in my half marathon, I did carry water, but the first uh, sip of water was in 10 mile. Can you believe that? So mm. I was, uh, I yeah. could do a 208 half marathon in May of 2019. And for Full marathon. Mm. Um, I was not sure whether I'd be able to do in a fasted period, but I did carry a pack of uh, a gel, like hundred uh, calorie one. And when I hit mm -hmm. like uh, I would say thirty kilometer, I don't know. Like I'm not very familiar with the mile range. Thirty kilometer. I was mm -hmm. thinking that uh, I would hit a wall or something like that. That's, that was uh, something mental. And uh, I was thinking, should yeah. I take the gel or not? Should I take the gel or not? And I still kept going. And I didn't stop. I usually don't like walking when I'm doing a marathon or a full marathon or half marathon. So I said, let me push, let me push. So the 30 kilometer range was three hours, which is like 10 kilometer per uh, hour. And I slowed down a little okay. bit. I still wanted not to take any calorie in. I restricted drinking. I 
really don't like to drink and get uh, in real life, <laughs> I would say. Yeah. So I still yeah. like went on. I did have some electro uh, um, tablets with me so that I could just pop in because I know I would be losing a lot of salt in my body and I was in a lot of water. Mm-hmm. And that way, like I was calorie free in my full marathon. And that day I was just like, okay, let me go have a pizza or something like that. I had my slice of pizza at four o'clock. Yeah. There you go. That's how you do it, bro. <laughs> I usually. Yeah. Just, just a slice. Yeah. I mean, after all that burden, man, you probably at full marathon, you go ahead and eat the whole pizza, bro. You no, I, I, I was like, okay, let me just have a slice of pizza at four and I might go six. Nah, yeah. Nah, that's, that's great, man. That's real good. So, you know, being an engineer, all the responsibilities that you have there, um, what, Tell us what's your what is your current routine like, including the the best fasting window that you found for yourself. So how do you get it all in? So my work schedule is usually like nine to five, but uh, I started working as a project lead, so I u- usually get calls early morning from Ireland. Like we have a base in Ireland, so so I have to take calls at seven. And I started doing my training in the evening nowadays. So the training would be from four to six. And my eating window is six to eight. So I wouldn't eat right after my training. So I would take like an hour or something like an hour and a half break and then eat because I don't want to rush into a training, uh, end of training and go and eat. So I like Mm. maybe seven, I usually have my dinner and that's my only meal. So seven to nine is my eating window nowadays. So you're on a OMAD. That's what they call the OMAD diet. So, like, are you purposely saying, I mean, first of all, I, I love your routine because it sounds like, you know, you have a time block. Um, one Another thing that I shared um, on my Facebook uh, live the other day, too, was, like, ease back into life after you've done your run. Don't just rush back into yeah. life. Um, take some time to do some stretches, take some time to uh, meditate a little bit and, and let all that stress from running kind of kind of subside a little bit. So you give yourself that break. It, it sounds like you're very like time scheduled, like um, where you're breaking your fast at seven. Um, yesterday, I this week in particular, I have been focusing on doing a 20 hour fast with a four hour eating window. And let me just tell everybody out there that's listening. This is not for beginners you know it's very important that if you're going to take up intermittent fasting that you start off with 12 to 13 hours at first and allow your metabolism and everything to like your hormones to adjust to the longer fast do not just jump into a long fast right off the, off the bat but you can gradually do this uh, maybe you do a 13 hour fast for two weeks and then you you see yourself doing very well at that then next week increase it up to 14 the week after that, increase it up to 15 to 16 before you start to jump into the higher numbers. But uh, I ate one nice meal yesterday and I basically was ready to close my window after 30 minutes. But um, I opened my window yesterday at about 630, ate, ate a nice, healthy meal, got done that and was going to close my window. And then me and my family was doing something. And at nine, five, nine o'clock, I said, let me let me go ahead and have some fruit, have a snack. And then so. uh I extended it, but basically I only ate in like a three hour window yesterday. So you, you've been operating pretty good on uh, two hours of meat. Yes. As you say, like uh, uh, the initial stage, I was not able to do like one meal a day. 
I actually started doing skipping breakfast and having uh, something like a brunch at uh, 1030 in the morning. And that was for a week. And then I pushed uh, to 1230 and then slowly I pushed. Like it took time. It's, as you say, it's not easy to start in a day that I would go to uh, OMAD. But it, it should start yeah. like uh, like moving the time for your eating window slowly. What is your uh, what is some non scale victories have you achieved? So we talked about, you know, you dropping 50 pounds in like two months. We talked about how it's been affecting your runs. Um, any other non scale and running victories have you noticed? By My endurance fasting? has increased a lot. <laughs> how would I say? Before, like uh, during my initial days of running in 2011, I could do a 220 half marathon. That was my best timing until 2019. 220 was my best personal record. And in my intermittent fasting, mm-hmm. I did a half marathon, in, as I said, in 2019 May, and that was 208. And another a full marathon in uh, October 2019 with 202 half marathon timing in that. So I would say like it helped me yeah. run uh, longer and run faster. That's how I, I would say. But let but let let's take you away from running for a second. Let's let's take you to some like how has intermittent fasting uh, helped you at work? Like some of these like non scale and non running things. Like have you noticed it playing a part in your job? Like what are you doing with the extra time when you when you're supposed to be taking a break and eating lunch? What what are you doing with the extra time? <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I talk to people, I walk around, and uh, it gives, first thing, having one meal a day is hassle-free, like, you don't have to have, think about your diet all the time, because when you do, like, three meal a day, or four meal, or eight meal a day, you need to plan a lot, and you need to cook a lot, so in that way, it has helped me reduce my time in the kitchen of my wife, even my wife is doing one meal a day, and we both have the concept of going to the kitchen in the evening, and, like, uh, try to sort out what we need to cook and all this thing. So it, the one thing is like, it's hassle-free. And up, apart from that, uh, independent fasting actually gives you a good, healthy lifestyle. It's not a fat diet or something mm-hmm. like that. People like me before thinking that uh, fasting is not good, but fasting has helped me clear my mind. It helped me sleep better. I sleep like seven plus yes. hours every day and... I monitor my sleep using my heart rate and it's been really good. My sleep has, the quality of sleep has increased. And the thought process of when you're at work, it gives you the energy to work. I don't yawn at work. I've seen a lot of people eat and in the afternoon they go, they feel sleepy, they feel tired. I don't have that. I really have that energy. And as soon as I complete my work around at four, I go do my run. So I do have a lot of energy, yeah. Dude, this I'm I'm telling you right now, this episode right here is an all-time keeper. Dude, guys, Vasant is bringing it right now. I'm telling you he is bringing it. And I work in an industry where if there's work, you get hired, if there's not, you get laid off. This this that and other thing. And even though I'm a person that actually gets hired off the list, my thinking ability, I am able to make uh, sheet metal turn and I'm, I'm able to think and, and turn the ductwork to, to, to not hit stuff. And I'm able to miter. I use math skills. And, and the, even though I'm not what they call one of the company guys, 
they keep me around like longer. Uh, over the summer, they said, hey, we need a foreman on this job. We're going to use you as a foreman. And again, that's an honor for someone in our trade because they're looking at you as this guy knows what he's doing and we can use that for the time being. So um, I give a lot of credit to the intermittent fasting. I tried to take naps during that um, my lunch period and I can't even go to sleep because I got so much energy. Sometimes I might just lay there with my eyes closed just because I want to like kind of decompress and stop working all the time. Like at, at times I may, if I'm on a job site like that, I may be working on my personal business during lunch and break time. But sometimes to turn it off, I might just lay there and close my eyes just to kind of meditate a little bit. Um, but s- such good stuff, man. This podcast, this episode is a, is all time keeper. Let me ask you this. What are some of your challenges? Do you do you face? As of now, like with the current scenario of staying home and uh, trying to train and maintain mm-hmm. a diet and uh, being sane, <laughs> being inside the home. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I don't see any challenge mm-hmm. in terms of keeping my diet up, and it's been my lifestyle for two years, so I don't have any issues with in terms of any uh, diet-related things, training-related things. I'm not able to go swim. I'm not able to go running outside much, so I would stick to uh, indoor uh, training on my bike and some strength training. So that's the challenge I'm facing. I need to go out somehow. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, speaking of your wife uh, doing the one meal a day too. listen, you know, between me mm-hmm. and you being stuck in this house, it's like the family's trying to eat you out of house and home. man. like you keep going back to the store, having to buy food when you're thinking about, you know, being bored. Mm-hmm. Some people just bored eat and being stuck at home is the worst thing that can happen for someone that's a bored eater. Right. So if I can get my wife to do one meal a day, too, <laughs> yeah, that's able to money. I am lucky to have <laughs> a wife who does one meal a day with me and it's a lot of uh, benefits yeah. for us because shopping is not a hassle like it's it's not a problem for us like we are we have our list of things that we need to buy we just go do twice a week shopping that's it no, sorry uh, once mm-hmm. twice like hardly like twice a week so yeah yeah my, my wife is doing great she actually wakes up uh in the morning and she does the home videos. She's been doing this for years. Anyway, she, she does like beach body with the man right in the living room. And, uh, you know, she gets tired of hearing me coach her sometimes because she lives with the coach. So sometimes she gets tired of hearing it or whatever, but when she's ready to, to, to get busy, she's like, what were you saying about the fasting thing again? Because, you know, she don't, at times she may not pay attention. I think I did it for 16 hours. I'm like, listen, you got to either know, like, you know, I'm not to be funny to all our listeners out there because it doesn't have to be like um, very strict. It doesn't really have to be like that. But when a person do have goals, be intentional, be purposeful. So now she's like, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to try to make sure I know when I'm eating and when I'm closing my window so that I have a longer fast because she has a goal of trying to lose 20 pounds by like the end of May. And I know she could do it if she focuses on the closing the windows yes. at certain times. So. Um, I'm so appreciative of having you on the show, man. Is there anything that you're excited about today? Uh, any special events coming up? Oh, I have two on? events coming up this year. One is uh, Ironman 70.3 Maryland, which is um, if uh, people uh, know what is uh, Ironman, which is the half Ironman mm-hmm. 70.3 is 1.2 miles of swimming, 56 miles of biking, and a half marathon mm-hmm. at the end. So that's in June, and I'm like 
training for that. And I have a full Ironman, which is Ironman 40.6, which is in November in Florida. That's like twice the distance. Oh, I said 2.4 miles of swim and 112 miles mm. of biking and a full marathon in the end. So these were my thing to do. This, uh, it's an Ironman. What is that called? Ironman. What is that called? Oh, the full, oh yeah. so you're doing a full Ironman yeah. in November yes. in Florida. In Florida, of all places. So this, it might, it could be hot. Yeah, it's going to be wow. hot and humid. About November, I think it might be good. It's it's going to be really cool. Like, I'm I'm excited to do that. It's been, I would say, since 2012, I was dreaming to do an Ironman. Yeah. Well, let me call you Robert Downey Jr. Let me just put it out there now. You are the <laughs> new Ironman. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Dude, I'm blown away. I'm almost speechless, man. But listen, Hassan, uh, we're so uh, happy that you took the time out to be on the show. We, we're proud of you, and we thank you so much for doing what you do uh, in the medical field. We're all rooting for you. We hope that race kicks off in June. We uh, definitely hope for sure that Florida in November, we all be able to put those bibs on, you know, as an Ironman participant, you're going to be actually writing uh, the number on your arm or your leg and black, yeah. chalk, or black chalk or whatever they use marker. Um, we all rooting for you. Now you not only, you don't only have your family rooting for you, but you got all of our listeners, you know, um, <clears throat> we have Amy out in uh, California. I know she's going to listen to this episode. She's going to be rooting Thank for you. you. We got, Lose, lose Ramirez over in uh, Puerto Rico. She's going to be listening. She's going to be rooting for you. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show. But before we let you go, what can you say to our listeners who may be ready to start their journey tomorrow? What what piece of advice would you if give? If I them? could do it, anyone can do it. That's what I would say. Mm -hmm. Wow. And guys, you heard his story. 220 pounds, five foot seven, right? Uh, you heard how he started implementing intermittent fasting and his results. Results may be typical, guys. It's not, you know, everyone will not receive those same results, but it's possible. And you saw how his knee pain went away. He went from a person at ankles and knees and everything like that, having issues. And now he's doing not only his fastest half marathon, but full marathons getting ready for Ironmans and such. And so we encourage you today to take your health to the next level. If you need help, we have, we're going to ask you to do us a favor. Please, and, and uh, Vasant, please, you do the same thing. Share this episode with all your coworkers, family members. Please help us spread the word. There's so many people out there that are paying hundreds and thousands of dollars a year on weight loss products and we're, we, ha we believe that you should not have to uh, – we believe that you deserve to feel amazing every single day without breaking the bank account to do so. We're teaching you simple methods to be able to get out there and run. You know, you know Kamar, we, we actually uh, – you know, on our website right now, as I started start talking about in the show, you know, with the coronavirus and everything like that, we, we want to make things easy for you. Sign up to our program for one low cost and – uh, we'll get you started on this journey, man. Yeah, what sure. Do you think? Thank you, man. Thank you for having me in your podcast. It was a real pleasure talking to everyone. And yeah, 
we hope we have a good year ahead. Yeah, absolutely. So once again, thank you for being on the show. The best way to predict the future is to create it, create an amazing